Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala sirri mursalin ve ala alihi ve sahabihi ecma'in. Subhaneke la ilmelena illa ma allamtena inneke entel alimul hakim. Subhaneke la fahmelena illa ma fahamtena inneke entel cevalul kadimukur rabbi zinniyelma. Halimine ne'udhu min hamazatı şeyatin ve ne'udhu bi rabbi en yahdiruna. Allah'ım alimine ma yenfa'una ve enfa'na bima alimtena. وَزِدْنَا بِفَضْلِكَ وَكَرِمِكَ اِلْمًا وَعَمَلًا اَمَّا بَعْدٍ So alhamdulillah, by the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we've started this series of uh, short podcasts uh, regarding the tafsir of the Holy Qur'an. And we mentioned previously that the main objective of the sending of the Holy Qur'an, like all of the divine revelation, is the guidance of the human being. And although Allah subhanahu wa has provided certain faculties of guidance in a limited sense to the human being, as we mentioned in our previous uh, module, the guidance that one uh, has intrinsically in his, uh, his own human nature, some cognizance of right from wrong, distinction between truth and falsehood, uh, a feeling of virtue and vice, uh, something of ethics and morals which uh, the human being can sort of feel, it, it sort of within his, his own human nature that Allah SWT has placed there. Uh, similarly, he has a certain amount of guidance which he uh, can obtain through his senses, the sense of seeing, the, his sight and hearing and uh, his touch and taste. Uh, then furthermore, his intelligence, which Allah subhanahu wa has granted him, a most uh, amazing faculty, which no doubt uh, makes men unique. Um, however, uh, these are all limited forms of guidance, and these cannot, these are not a, a, a total and comprehensive uh, program of guidance that can ensure success of the human being both in this world and in the next. For that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, alone Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone possesses uh, that total system of guidance and that total system of guidance he has sent down to the human being in the form of revelation as we mentioned in the previous module. And so this entrance into the study of the guidance which Allah subhanahu wa has sent, the revelation in the Holy Quran, it begins with the opening. It begins with this Surah Al-Fatiha, which is known as Surah Al-Fatiha or the opening. So it's, you could say, the grand opening of the door to the divine guidance, the divine uh, discourse, as it were. And uh, it may be suitable to mention that the ulama have uh, mentioned that uh, the divine guidance and knowledge was summarized in the four books which Allah SWT has mentioned in the Holy Quran, namely the Torah, the Zabur, the Injil, and the Holy Quran itself. And uh, the teachings and the knowledge and the guidance which was uh, extended to humanity through the previous books has been summarized in the Holy Quran itself. And 
the guidance and the knowledge which is uh, present in the Holy Quran is actually summarized. Its quintessence, you could say, is there in the Surah Fatiha itself. So the summary, the quintessence, the khulasa, as we say, of the entirety of the Quran, its objectives and its and its guidance and its teachings is summarized in the Surah Fatiha. And therefore it is... Uh, it is an exceedingly virtuous uh, a chapter of the Holy Quran and to get a taste of that, to get a feeling for that, I would like to uh, share some of the uh, hadith of Rasulullah which uh, explains to us the virtue and the position of the Surah Al-Fatiha. So, an Abi Sa'id al-Mu'allah radiyallahu ta'ala قال كنت أصلي فدعاني النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فلم أجبه. So Abu Sa'id al-Mu'alla رضي الله عنه says I was praying, engaged in salat when Nabi Alisalam actually called me, and being that I was engaged in salat, so obviously I I didn't respond. So I said Ya Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم I was praying, I was engaged in salat. So Nabi Alaihissalam responded, "Did not Allah Subhanahu wa Taala say, in other words, in the Holy Quran, 'Istajibu lillahi wa lil-rasuli ida da'akum,' respond to Allah and His Rasul when He calls you." So, in the during the life of Rasul Alaihissalam, even in the condition of salat, one must, you know, respond to Rasul Alaihissalam. Of course, after uh, after the uh, the wafat of Rasul Alaihissalam, after the death of Rasul Alaihissalam, so obviously that does not hold true thereafter, but the general meaning definitely remains until the last day, to respond to Allah and His Rasul uh, when they invite us or call us towards uh, uh, their obedience or prohibit us from their disobedience. So, ثُمَّ قَالْ أَلَا أُعَلِّمُكَ أَعْضُمَ سُورَةٍ فِي الْقُرْآنِ قَبْلَ أَن تَخْرُجُ مِنَ الْمَسْجِدِ uh, so Rasulullah mentioned to Abi Sa'id, should I not teach you the most magnanimous or the most august surah of the Holy Quran before you leave the masjid? And then he took my hand, فَأَخَذَ بِيَدِي فَلَمَّا أَرَدْنَا الْخُرُوجِ قُلْ يَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ إِنَّكَ قُلْتْ لَوَأَلِّمَنَّكَ آدَمَ سُورَةٍ فِي الْقُرَانِ So as we are about to exit the masjid, and Nabi Sallallahu has not taught me anything up to this point, so I said, Ya Rasulullah, uh, did you not tell me that you're going to teach me the most auspicious surah of the Holy Quran? So Nabi uh, replied, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Heya Sabul Mathani wal Quran al Adim al Ladi Utituhu. So Nabi responded, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. In other words, uh, alluding to Surah Al Fatiha, which is the opening ayats of Surah Fatiha. In other words, Surah Fatiha. That is the most uh, august and magnanimous surah of the Holy Quran. And furthermore, it is the Sabal Mathani, it, uh, it is the seven oft repeated verses, uh, again alluding to the verse of the Holy Quran, which mentions that Allah has given Nabi Sallallahu the seven, the Sabal Mathani, the seven oft repeated verses alluding to Surah Al Fatiha. Wal Quran al Adim. And in fact, it is the Quran, the magnanimous Quran, which Allah subhanahu wa has given him. So as we mentioned earlier, the the quintessence of the entirety of the Quran is summarized, uh, you know, is, is there in the Surah Al-Fatiha. So it's as though the Fatiha itself is 
a representation uh, as a summary of the entirety of the Holy Quran as such it has also been given the name uh, that specific name Al-Quran Al-Azim any being called the Quran Al-Azim itself as a name of Surah Al-Fatiha in another riwayat this riwayat by the way was uh, mentioned uh, by Al-Bukhari and Abu Dawud Al-Tirmidhi and in another riwayat of Tirmidhi he mentions so in another riwayat of uh, Tirmidhi of this uh, another narration of this particular hadith it also mentions that Nabi swore by the one who in his hand is my soul. In other words, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the hand of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, Nabi swears by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that a surah of this magnanimity has not been revealed neither in the Torah or in the G, in the Injil or in the Zabur. And in fact, not even in the Furqan, in the Quran, in other words, itself. In other words, there's no other surah that has the position that surah Fatiha holds. And as mentioned previously, it is uh, the seven oft-repeated verses and the Qur'an al-Azim, the magnanimous Qur'an that I have been given. Allahu Akbar. Another riwayat on Abi Huraira radiallahu ta'alaanhu, ala Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, قال, Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, ummul Qur'an wa ummul kitab wa sabul mathani. Nabi mentions that Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen again alluding to Surah Al-Fatiha it is Ummul Quran it is also known as Ummul Kitab the mother of the Quran the mother of the book so just as mother is the origin and the beginning you know, of the human being so similarly the origin the beginning the very, the very start of the Holy Quran is with this magnanimous Surah Surah Al-Fatiha and it is again those seven oft-repeated verses. And they're oft-repeated purposely. These are seven uh, ayats that we need to continuously repeat again and again. And as such, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it obligatory you know, to recite these seven oft-repeated verses in every rakat of salat, which we recite in multiple times throughout the day and the night. And lastly, a riwayat on Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala called Bainama Jibreelu Qaidun in the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Samiya Naqidan min Fawqi. So Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala narrates that while Jibreel alayhi salam was seated present in the, in the presence of Nabi alayhi salatu salam, a sound was heard from above them. In other words, a sound which is akin to the opening and closing of a door. And this sound was heard from above them from the sky. So he raised his head, So he said, this is a door which has opened from the sky, a door which has never opened previously before today. And from that door, an angel descended, an angel who has never descended previously to the earth and has never ascended, period, before that day.
So the angel mentioned that glad tidings for two lights, two illuminations that have been given to you and have not been given to any prophet before you. And those two nurs, those two lights, sources of light and sources of illumination are Fatihatul Kitab, number one, and number two, Khawatim Surat al-Baqarah, the last few ayats of Surat al-Baqarah, both containing very critical du'as. As a matter of fact, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us in Surat al-Fatiha how to ask and what to ask, and moreover, what is the most critical du'a that we need to ask and request from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Therefore, it's also known as Surah Ta'lim al-Masala, the surah in which we are taught how and what to ask for, how to ask from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and what to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. Similarly, the end of Surah al-Baqarah is also a, a, a magnanimous du'a, it's just a wonderful du'a, and a very critical du'a, which we'll be looking into more deeply as we enter into the surah of Surah al-Baqarah, into the tafsir of Surah al-Baqarah. And then the hadith continues to, to explain, لَن minhuma illa And so the angel continues to, to mention that you will never read a single, a single letter, you know, uh, literally a single letter, a single word, a single phrase uh, from Surah Fatiha, which as I mentioned earlier, is a, a most magnanimous dua, and similarly in the end of Surah Al-Baqarah, except that you will be given. In other words, you will be answered. What you are asking for, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you. So, from these virtues of the Holy Quran, uh, particularly from the, from the, from the, from the uh, Surah Al-Fatiha, uh, it should be uh, very vividly uh, ingrained into our, into our minds and hearts that this Surah Al-Fatiha has such an august position and such an auspicious place that we should actually feel that and we should actually experience that. So, probably um, one of the most important aspects of our series uh, of Tafsir is going to be that we're going to be looking for positive and practical, doable takeaways that we can actually implement into our lives and enrich our spiritual experience and enrich, enrich in our, our Islamic way of life. And so... What I would like to remind myself about and invite all of our listeners to is that before we offer the next Salat that we're going to perform today or tonight, so let's review you know, the virtues of this, of this magnanimous Surah that we're going to read within every rakat of our Salat. Let's recall that it is the grand opening. It is the it is the summary of the Holy Quran, and it has those virtues, virtues as mentioned in the three ahadith that I have narrated. So, before we enter into a detailed explanation of the words and the verses of Surah Al-Fatiha, let's first of all try and experience and try and feel the magnanimity of this surah. So, as we start to read this surah, let's feel, you know, the magnanimity and the position of this surah being, uh, being the most uh, August Surah of the Holy Quran, so that as we read this, we actually feel that magnanimity, you know, in, in our hearts and in our minds. And inshallah, in our next in our next uh, uh, session, inshallah, 
will enter into the explanation of the words and the verses of the Surah itself. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all tawfiq that what we hear we may understand and what we understand we may implement and we may spread throughout humanity.